You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Great to have you with us today. Ever had one of those days when you feel overwhelmed with all that's on your plate? The pressure alone may be may keep you from uh, delving into the or working on or completing those top priority items that uh, are awaiting you. Well, you're not in the boat alone. Countless people struggle with putting lesser priority items aside to do those most important tasks. Hey, we'll have Heidi uh, back with me uh, in the studio today. Welcome back, Heidi. Hi, Klauser. Hey, where have you been? I've just been working away. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of busy things this time of year. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, Heidi, do you struggle with keeping focused on uh, those important tasks that await you each morning as you start out your day? Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily focus. I think for me, it's like if I've got a lot of priorities on my list, and some of them don't look very fun to do, I, I get a little anxious sometimes when I have to stare down that list of stuff I'm not really excited to do. Mm-hmm. Do you have any um, Do you have any routines or um, or things you go through to be sure that you're working on the right things when you start your day out? Yeah, so I've gotten pretty good about um, writing down a list uh, at the end of my work day. Usually that helps me, so I, I know that if I have important tasks for tomorrow, that I don't forget about them, um, or they don't get lost in the mix, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's helpful, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not just not writing down you know, a laundry list of 100 things, but you know, maybe the top five things that I need to do the next day, just so that they don't slip off the radar. Yeah, I was always uh, taught or, or learned, um, you know, it's been out there for a long time. It's probably been out there from since the beginning of humanity. Uh, just different, didn't have pencils then to, uh, <laughs> or pens to write stuff with. It took a little longer to make that to-do list back in the, half the yes. chisel in the stone days. Huh? take forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I was taught to deal with uh, what I call the ABC method. You know, I, you know, I list what things I have to do and... Uh, try to prioritize them by, you know, marking the most important with A and B, et cetera. And uh, what I learned, too, was that uh, unless you're a one-man band, uh, that, you know, your B, your B items, C items probably should be your direct reports A items. And uh, I think a key to getting things done uh, during the course of a day uh, is learning how to delegate as well. And get rid of, uh, not get rid of, but have someone else do those lesser important items that are on your list so you can uh, free your schedule up to get these high priority items done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think for me, uh, I've got one project in particular that is really, it's a lot of work. And so making sure that I know exactly who on my team is there to help every day then I can say, okay, I need to take X, Y, and Z, but perhaps I can delegate, hey, tomorrow I'll just make sure that everybody's focused on what they should be focused on. So I've actually come to either early in the morning or um, before leaving for the evening, I will send out an email that says, hi team, great work today. And then I'll call out people by name. Hey, if you could do X tomorrow, hey, if you could do this tomorrow, feel like sometimes it helps people and a whole team stay organized if you can kind of prioritize for them or delegate so we know, hey, these are the top five things we've got to get done tomorrow. And I'm just going to kind of stick it out there and say, okay, can you do this? Can you do this? And so everybody's on the same page. I think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. And what do you do for yourself? Oh, I do the same thing for myself. And I will 
I often you send yourself an email and <laughs> I will put <laughs> I will put my task in right with those guys so <laughs> they know exactly what I'm working on. It's full transparency to me. It's sort of like okay, I'm going to work on these things. Could I have help on this, this, and this? Yeah. Just so that we're all in the same, you know, in the same wavelength. Yeah, I still, you know, I still find though, even when I do this uh, process that I still have this, and it's probably just Clouser putting the pressure on himself, but um, I still just got this pressure, and it's, there's just something that keeps me from going ahead and putting that toe in the water and uh, getting in there all the way. Uh, you, you've come across something, haven't you? You were telling me about the other day that's uh, you're maybe helping you with some things. I do. I got this lovely little book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Um, from someone and, um, this book, it's a small book, but it is got some great ideas in it. Um, as, I, an, as an example, well, I love the title of the book, eat the frog. Um, basically his premise is that, um, you start every day having to, uh, accomplish the most difficult tasks of the day. And there's a lot of science in here about it, meaning, if you can not procrastinate and sort of have that worry behind your sort of lingering over you all day long, um, just get the hardest or most difficult things out of the way first. Um, it actually gives you kind of motivation and endorphins sort of going in the morning where if that's the hardest thing you have to do all day, then everything else is going to be kind of easy peasy compared, you know, to what you're doing. So, um, you know, his whole thing about, you know, eating the frog, meaning that's the ugliest task you'll have to do all day. Um, and so I kind of like this. I mean, it's a great, well, first of all, it's a great image. Who wants to really eat a frog? Yeah, and this actually, uh, the premise, uh, I believe, for this book actually came from uh, Samuel Langhorne Clemens, who we know as... Mark Twain. Mark Twain. And Mark Twain uh, was quoted as saying um, that... Uh, if the first thing you do each morning is to eat a live frog, you can go through the day with the satisfaction of knowing that's probably the worst thing that's going to happen to you all day long. I would say, unless you are a professional competitive eater, then um, I would say eating a live frog is probably the worst thing you could probably do in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the, uh, the the big task is identif- identified as a frog. So uh, go on, What uh, what's been something else that's... Uh, yeah, and impress you with this. Yeah, I like well, I like the fact that sometimes, and this doesn't happen to me very often, but if I know that I've got to do a lot of things and a couple of them are not so fun, then I don't usually. I usually start my day pretty energetic and excited to be up and at them. But sometimes it's just it is a little more paralyzing. I think where some days you just want to pull those covers up and say, eh, "Do I really have to do this today?" Um, but, you know, it's it's been a little bit motivating because uh, I have found that if I do tackle those hard things first, then I feel great. Like, I feel like I've done more in a day, you know, if I can get that done by 9 o'clock, then I feel like I've accomplished a lot. And so I feel like all of my other tasks are so much easier. It's kind of, it's amazing. And I don't know if it's all psychological or if it's, I'm just like to picture myself eating a huge frog when I get those taken care of now. Well, that's a, that's an interesting question. And of course, uh, neither one of us has, have been educated in psychology, so we're not going to attempt to identify. But it has to be something of our own of our own uh, brain, mental uh, 
influences that that keep us from doing this because that that task whatever it is was the same as it was yesterday other than there might be one less day of opportunity to get it done before the deadline but uh but it must be something we're doing to ourselves yeah absolutely and i don't know if it's just maybe I mean, it kind of depends on how difficult the task is. But, you know, say the task is delivering, I don't know, bad news or having to tell the client something that they don't necessarily want to hear or um, pushing back on something or no matter what it is, it always seems a little bit maybe overwhelming or you don't know how you're going to phrase things or, or, or it's just kind of or it's just feeling like, hey, how am I going to get this done, too, if there's something you really have to work out that's difficult? Do you struggle with, because um, this is one of the things I think I've struggled with all my life, because I, it always seems like, uh, especially back in school, uh, that if a project was due, it was like the midnight hour. I mean, I knew, you know, you knew about it for four months, and then, uh, you know, a week before the project due, you know, and I don't know, there's some people who work better under that type of, of pressure. But I do you find that, it's the fact maybe that what has to be done can't be completed in one setting maybe. Yeah, that could potentially be the case. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've worked under pressure both ways where I think for certain classes or for certain subjects, I had no problem waiting till the last minute, but I think I always slept better and slept really well knowing that, Hey, I got that done two weeks ago, and now I'm kind of on cruise control. You know, I like that feeling of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Plus, you can then, you know, put some finishing touches on it. So, I don't know. I kind of like getting things out of the way. But, you know, in the business world, sometimes you don't have a week to get something done. Something has to be done immediately. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't always look very pretty. Um, I will say one of my favorite things, you know, like I said, I'm involved in a really big project right now. And, um, this book also says, because this has happened to me in the last couple of weeks, where you're you're writing down your list of things to do and you've got more than one thing that seems difficult. Yeah, and, yeah. and those <laughs> are the those are the days that are really hard. <laughs> um, but uh, well, you imp- you important people with a lot of big things there on no. your on your anyway. <laughs> regardless of what's on your plate, you may have for whatever reason they may be, may be more difficult than others. You know. Um, so the book says that the first rule of frog eating is if you have to eat two frogs, eat the ugliest one first. And I actually love that because, hey, if, if you got the ugliest one down, you know you can get the next one down mm-hmm. pretty much. Isn't it, isn't it amazing, though, once, once you've uh, either start working or completed these tasks, just how that pressure is gone. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, how quickly it goes away once, even once you start working on it. Well, and I think my attitude for the rest of the day is much improved, you know, and I, I tend to be kind of a competitive person sometimes, even with myself. And so if I feel like I've accomplished something first thing in the morning, then it's kind of like, yeah, I just knocked that one out. What else am I going to do today? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It kind of gives you that I'm a rock star kind of boost for your day, you know, rather than letting it sit there for a really long time. Oh, which is the other thing the book says. Um, the second rule of frog eating is if you have to eat a live frog at all, it does not pay to sit and look at it for very long. 
I think that's where dread and it just seems even worse if you're sitting there. And this is why I love the frog analogy. I mean, do you really want to sit and stare and look at all the warts on that frog knowing it's going to be inside of you? (laughs) No. (laughs) I wonder, you know, I just wonder what Mark Twain was up to when he came up with that... uh... I don't know. There was some muddy waters in the Mississippi. <laughs> he, must, he must have been up to something that day. There must have been something big on his plate. Yes. <laughs> Before he ate the frog, I mean. Yes. <laughs> big, you know, big book project or something, maybe. Huh? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so does the, uh, just out of curiosity, does the um, book by Mr. Tracy give any uh, helpful hints on how to, uh, you know, position yourself so you can get that uh, work done? Yeah, so um, he talks about um, developing habits for success. So, you know, the eating the frog thing shouldn't be something that you do once in a blue moon. This should be, even if some days are easier than others, still take the most difficult task. So don't just give yourself a pass on the days that, you know, oh, well, I don't have anything super difficult today because Mm -hmm. yesterday was really hard. No, you approach it the same way where, you know, if your list has you know, a few difficult things, still go at it. And because that creates the habit formation that you need to be doing every single day. So he calls the three D's of habit formation. And the first one is to make a decision to help develop the habit of task completion. And then the second one is discipline. So forcing yourself to, you know, over and over so that your actions become more automatic than others. Well, it's back to developing habits. You know, if you do something, uh, what do they say, 21, 22 days in a row that uh, you can form habits that way. So it's uh, building the disciplines into your life somehow. Yep. Um, The third one is um, basically you have to have or back everything you do with determination. Be determined to get something done. And, again, that's kind of motivation. Um, Is Is determination the same as purpose? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, no. so come in each day with you know purpose in your heart to determination to, to, or drive. <laughs> determination. Okay. So those are the three D's that he points out in the book, which mm-hmm. has been really helpful. Yeah, and so the name of the book again is Eat That Frog, and the author's name is Brian Tracy. Yeah, and I think you can find that book if I'm not mistaken through Walk the Talk uh, uh, Company in. Uh, in Texas, it's called Walk to Talk. Uh, this book, along with some other um, motivational and inspirational books, are available there. But uh, I've I've actually used uh, this company uh, over the probably last twenty twenty five years, and uh, they've got great. Uh, you know, if you're a leader and in management, they have uh, uh, you know just a lot of good publications to that can be helpful to you and that's a uh, unpaid plug it's just it's something that uh, I found a number of years ago and it's a it's a good organization with some uh, some great ideas and and they work with uh, authors like Brian Tracy to uh, to make these available to people like Heidi and others yeah well and what I like about this book is that it's small, it's cute, it's in big print, and so this isn't a frog that you need to eat in the morning. I mean, this is literally an easy, nice read, and they put things in short, concise little things to think about. So this isn't one of those books that's going to take you 500 pages to get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, some takeaways for our listeners today might be that uh, it depends on 
uh, your schedule, uh, how you how you do things. But uh, before you leave the office each evening, make a list of what needs to be done the next day and uh, get them prioritized, so you can come in with uh, you know with a good perspective. If you don't do that, uh, you know, do it in the evening while you're watching your favorite movie or whatever. And if that can't can't do that, make it the first thing you do in the morning. Because if you don't do that, uh, things are going to get away from you, and that uh, top task is probably going to still be on your list when the day's over. See what uh, see what on the list can be delegated. You know, give those lower priorities, uh, your B, C, and uh, D items, uh, uh, to someone else to do. Uh, see what on the list can can wait until tomorrow. Maybe something can wait until after uh, the working hours are over. And I would say remove all your distractions. Shut your door, turn the phones off, get out of the office chatter, and get done what needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with all of those. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, um, uh, I've just, again, not to repeat myself, I've just found that once I get going after the things that are on my desk that are top priorities that, uh, as Heidi was saying earlier, I feel a lot better and, uh, you know, and the pressure is off. So, any any closing thoughts there, Heidi? Nope. I'm just, uh, I like to get up now in the morning and go after it. And even if there's three frogs, that's just more protein for me. <laughs> well said. Hey, well, thanks for listening today. Be sure to tell your friends about us. Uh, we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and uh, CastBox. Hey, well, all for now, you've been listening to Clouser on Business.